0: Song of the week. Coach Blue brought me some heat. That, that, that ugly money.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, sir.
1: You reaching out to
0: QC? Yes, sir. we Brick baby Meech. I ain't know it okay. yeah. We going to the moon with this one, Coach Yeah. call me her little baby like Dominique. And that baby D DD, she be counting
1: me. Yeah.
0: tell count me, Put you me, nigga, count me. Brick baby, me tryna get to it. Goddamn it, we going up, ugly mother podcast. That 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 ugly money. Yeah, yeah. What up? What up? What up? What up? Ooh. ooh, 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 that that that, that ugly money. To me and my woes. I won't tell a sick I won't, I won't her tell a what? I won't tell a soul I won't tell a soul, man But She's about to yeah. She's about to go She's about she look like a rose It look like a what? I'm
1: gonna start like a crow. Yeah, yeah, hey And she said she good like she make it I came from the projects Now I'm winning
0: no. 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 The, my my women. Well. Song of the Week: Brick Baby me Let's go make it what we doin'. That ugly money, that ugly money, yeah. Say yeah. it's that ugly money. This is the Ugly Money podcast. It's is about the process of success. Everything between the first dollar. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting erections, improving stamina, size, endurance, and libido. Make sure you go to engorge.com, that's dot com to get yours today, all natural, male supplementing. When you need to put that pressure down, go on, get you some Engorge. Ladies and gentlemen, huh, my special guest of the evening, <laughs> all-around hustler. Motivator. Innovator. Been having big motion for years. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Murdoch is here. Much love. Much
1: love. <laughs> much love. I appreciate it, dog.
0: Hey, so we meet again, my brother. Word to mother. Uh we we gotta we gotta start from the beginning of uh of Sean Murdoch's story. Facts. There's a lot of things that you're doing right now, Facts. but I want the people to understand who you are as the man, and where you came from. Who was Sean Murdoch before Sean Murdoch became Sean Murdoch?
1: Fact. Yo, yo let, me, let me start like this, though. Okay. I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I want to give you your flowers, dog. Respect. And, you know, we both met in Augusta, you know, and um, I, I, I watched, and I respect how you built your brand, how you stayed in the cut, you know what I mean? You built your brand, you stayed to what you believed in, and appreciate you kept it. going and you built your brand. And I really respect that. And I think a lot of people need to follow that blueprint, you know what I'm saying, and watch exactly what you did. And I really respect it, man. And and, and your brand is is flourishing now. Appreciate it, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I really respect love, that. Love, baby. And love.
0: That's big talk. Man. That's love, Work bro. To love, bro. Work man. I appreciate it, man. You know, uh, we, we ain't have much to work with. We just had to work with what facts. we had. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? It's facts, and, especially and, coming and, out of there, yeah. It makes something out of nothing over there. You know what I mean? Facts. And, uh, facts. Yeah, I always, uh, I never water down, I always give Augusta, you know, their just due when it comes to my story, because uh, Augusta taught me how to grind. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Facts. Augusta taught me how to get it out in the mud. Augusta taught me how to Get really to get ready for everything that was coming in my life. You know what I'm saying? It was like a training ground. It was a training me. ground. I told people that. For that's sure. how I felt.
1: It was a training ground. And,
0: uh, and you know, I, I I appreciate that city, the 706, the whole CSRA, because they've been supporting me since the day I touched down, man. Yeah, facts. And you know what I'm saying? So, shouts out to the AUG, man. Yeah, big talk. Enough about me, though. <laughs> I big appreciate talk. it. So, who was Sean Murdoch?
1: You know, that's a broad question, because sometimes... I don't even even know but one of the biggest quotes that you know that stick to me is corporate companies use people like me to make things happen because what I know you can't learn in college come on you dig what I'm saying what I know you can't learn in college and um yo I pride myself from being able to come off the block Mm. and build my brand Mm. you know I pride myself on me being able to get it out the mud and build my brand like, you know what I mean? And, and 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 to flourish in corporate America and keep it real to myself and do the things that um that I do. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so you know, I I, I do marketing, imaging, branding, you know what I'm saying? Um um I do small business setup. Yes, sir. Um, um I do I do celebrity product placement, celebrity integrations, um, I launch companies, I launch brands, and I also, you know. Um, I became very popular um, um, in the wine and spirits industry. In Facts. The, uh, very popular in the wine and spirits industry, and that was that's part of my my biggest success.
0: Now, before you got to Augusta, before you were doing the wine and spirits, you was a kid from New York. Facts.
1: Talk to me about that kid from New York, Queens, New York. So I I'm from Queens, New York, originally. Um, I was blessed to be able to travel around the world. My parents was in the military. So I, I, I'm one of the kids from the block that was able to see Germany, mm. Switzerland, Spain, all, all all that other type of shit. Like, you know what I mean? And it, it's one of my biggest attributes when it comes to business that I'm so well-rounded and, and I can mix it up. Um, so um, then it was time to come back to New York in my... In my uh, early my adult years mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I had to get I had to get it out the mud you know I left the house on a Friday you know I came home Sunday my mother was dead mm. so f- from that point on shit got super real for me it was either <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, get busy sure. now or forget it you, you know what I'm saying and that's what it is with that man
0: a lot of a lot of people from New York come down south and and flourish they have a lot of success facts um it's always like a go-getter spirit from a lot of people that I've met from New York, you know what I'm saying? My brother Flacco, you know. My homie, yeah. Yeah, right? You know, and so uh talk to me about that hustler's, you know, that just that spirit, man, of going out there and getting up and going cuz you've always had something going on. You know,
1: um just being well traveled, being well traveled it's easier for me to dream probably than for the next person. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Because even standing on the corners of New York, Southside Jamaica, Queens, you know, Southside, we always outside, you know, I was able to um visualize and visualize my future a lot better than my other brothers around me. Because mm-hmm. I had been so many different places. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So it was easy, it was easier for me to dream. One day a nigga, you know, tapped me on the shoulder and said, why are you always looking up in the sky, man? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I always was planning my out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of my niggas was hustling for sneaker money. I was hustling to get my LLC. Come on. To pay for my corporation. To, to get the seed money for my first few marketing ideas. You know what I mean? Because I financed. When I came into the game, I financed all my initial ideas myself. Some of the ideas that people revere me to this day. Wow. You know what I mean? I financed those ideas myself. You know what I mean? And I, I had a plan because, you know... I was blessed to be able to travel. So I knew that, you know, the corner wasn't my last stop, that I could really go a lot farther than mm. this. Like, you know what I mean? And so, you know.
0: For those young brothers that are that are still hustling on the corner, <clears throat> talk to me about the transition from hustling on the corner and hustling in the skyscraper in the corporate buildings. Yo, that's a big, that's big talk. That's
1: big talk. You, you know what I'm saying? That's big talk. Um so so I was blessed to have a lot more discipline and structure probably than a lot of my homies around me. Mm-hmm. You, you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Father being in the military. You, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, being sure. exposed to discipline yeah, and structure. It, it, and to become a successful, biz- a successful businessman, a lot of a lot of people leave out the structure and the discipline. When when they tell the fly stories, how they came off the block. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, when they tell the fly stories. On, on how they make got it out the mud. They forget to talk about the discipline and the structure it Come takes on. to make that shit happen. Come on. You, you dig what I'm saying? You yeah. dig what I'm saying? And um, a lot of niggas around me just didn't have that discipline
0: and structure. You dig what I'm saying? It's a gear that a person got to have. It's a gear. Some people don't got it. It's like that extra gear. Facts. To go harder and to kind of get up. And, and go do it with the days you don't want to go do it, where you don't feel like going to do it, or where you feel like you know you might be too busy. You just still get up and and make some shake. And then when the, when the chips is down, to keep doing it, because that's the hard part. Facts. You know when you're winning, it's easy to go. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Facts. When you win it, it's easy to get up. Oh yeah, I'm right. out here. But but you know when it, when it's not going the way you planned it going, and, and, and it's not moving the way as quick as you wanted to move to continue to go and continue to push, facts. you know, that's that extra gear, man. You know, I call it the sixth gear. You know what I mean? And, I, and a lot of my brothers, you know, uh, I've seen, you know, everybody don't have it. You know what I mean? And you was one, definitely one of the people that I am like, bruh, gonna keep something going on. Big facts. Yo, I, I
1: always was a big net, networker, too. Mm-hmm. A big networker and a deal maker. Like, you know what I mean? So even in a hood, I was able to network with the people that I needed to network with and, and, and keep away the motherfuckers that I needed to keep away from me. You, you dig what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. and, and that was important too. I remember, um, you know, I made a deal. There was a dude on the block. He was one of them dudes. Like, mm. he was not to be fucked with. Yeah. And um, he took a liking to me. He said he saw something in me that wasn't like everybody else. Like, you know what I mean? And he said, yo, Murdoch, man, I know you and your people's out here hustling, but just do me a favor, man. Between three and six, I don't want to see you out here. Just give me three between three and six. Mm. I don't care if you hustle the rest of the 21 hours, like, you know what I mean? But give me three and six. To me, that was a good motherfucking deal. Yeah,
0: for sure.
1: That was a good motherfucking deal to keep the goddamn peace, to keep getting money, to keep niggas alive. To keep niggas, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I, I was able to make deals with niggas like that because, you know, cause of my my yeah. attributes. Yes, like, sir. you know what I mean? So um I always was making deals and you know, being the, the connector, being, you know what I'm saying? The Be, glue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be, being a connector in in, in, in my cypher for to, to make things happen. Man, I've always been like that. And those are the same attributes I bring in the business because a lot of people hit me up. With with dope brands and dope ideas, but they just don't know the right people to make it happen. Mm. My phone book is crazy. My phone book is crazy. Mm. Like I get I can sit in my bed all day and call so many motherfuckers that people couldn't even imagine and, wow. and just move and move and shake everything and make it happen. How how hard is it being a God fearing man in business? Oh man, I really appreciate that question. I appreciate that question. Um I believe in God. Yes, sir. I believe in God. Um, I believe that faith without works, <laughs> faith without works, is dead. And I think a lot of us as black people, we suffer from faith and a lot of prayer without works. They pray, they we we pray our whole life away <sighs> and don't put no work behind it. So I always make a I always make a comparison. I tell a story, you know, God told Noah to build an ark. He gave him instructions. He gave him a time limit. But he didn't help him build that ark. And if Noah and his family didn't have that ark built and them dimensions and during that that time period that God gave them, their family would have drowned. Hmm. So they believed in God, but they had to what? Do the work. God told David to kill Goliath, but if Goliath didn't have his his sling, his hammer on him, his his slingshot on him, and was prepared and trained to make that shot, Goliath would have crushed his motherfucking skull. You feel me? Come so on, he man. believed in what God said, but guess who had to make that shot and be prepared to make that shot? Hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I live by that. So, and I also I always say too, you know, now is the time to be the motherfucker you said you was all Come on, your life. Talk about it, bro. Or shut the fuck up. Come on, bro. We we in the era now, we older now. Now is the time to be the nigga that you claimed you were all your motherfucking life. Or shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> like, you know
1: what I mean? I'm gonna take a hit to that. Like, you know what I mean? And that's facts. Yeah, I know for sure. That's facts. Now is the time for that. And um So I believe in that, so I definitely, I appreciate that question, I'm definitely a God-fearing man. When you
0: say things like, um, you know, you gotta put the work in, um, you know, a lot of people I've, I've came across in life have always talked about, yeah, God gonna, you know, if it's meant for me, it's gonna be for me, and they don't do nothing. Facts. They just sit there and just wait and watch to see if it's going <laughs> yes, like yes, to materialize out of nowhere. And I'm facts. like, well, you think somebody just about to ride down the street and change your life and give you a million dollars? Like, nah, at some point in time, you got to get up and go work for it. Big at fact. some point in time, you got to put some intestinal fortitude to put you know, feet to the pavement and goddamn go get it. And uh, I think that's just the biggest misconception that people think that things are just going to fall in their lap. No, sometimes you gotta put the gas in the car, put the key in the ignition and go get it. No, nah, that's big facts. That's big facts. That's big facts. You know, and uh I, I just like I say, you know, I've always seen that with you. Like, man, Sean go Sean go, go get it, man. You know, let's talk let's talk about uh you, you used to work with uh one of the co-founders of Fubu, uh Carl Brown, with uh Seraph and Cognac. So um How did that come about working with I'm FUBU? glad we're talking about
1: yeah. that, man. You know. I became very popular in the wine and spirits industry, especially in the the corporate, Mm. as far as with the corporate. And um, the first liquor deal that I got was Seraph and Cognac. I really appreciate Mama Bear and Carl Brown for giving me the opportunity to run the urban marketing over there and be the brand ambassador over there. Because Mm. usually, it take you to sell a million records for a motherfucker to want you to really represent their brand. Hmm. You dig what I'm saying? It take you for you to be on TV at one time. It take for you to be on TV being a movie or some some shit like that. A million followers, yeah, or some shit like that. But they gave me a chance to what I always say, you know, prove my marketability. I got to. I was able to take the brand, create ideas, create marketing uh, marketing campaigns. Create marketing initiatives and prove my marketability in the brand to show the world that you
0: listen, I could do this shit. There it is. What up? So, you have a brand, you have a business, and you want to get the word out. In the last 90 days, we did over 30 million views on YouTube, over 50 million views on social media sites. Promote your business on the Ugly Money Podcast. Let me help you turn your business up. Make sure you text the number right here below. We'll schedule a call and let's get it popping. Let's get it. Let's get it moving. Let's get that brand and that business out of here. Yeah, you could be an official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast. And China just left. See y'all in a minute. Texas. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate
1: that. Shout out to my boy um, my, 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 my boy Zay, too. My boy Zay, he really he really hit the switch on that. He ended up putting one of my marketing campaigns up in a liquor store that he worked at. And a major distributor walked in and saw it. And when they saw it, the corporate corporate like the corporate sector, sector of, of the liquor business, they just went crazy. They went crazy. And um, that really springboarded me. So I really appreciate Carl Brown, the co-founder of FUBU, for allowing me to take his brand, Seraph and Cognac, and get busy and prove my marketability. I had a budget. I had a staff. I had all of that, and I really appreciate that, brother. Shout out to
0: Carl. Shouts man. out, man. Shouts out. Shouts out to football. And like, um, it, it didn't stop there because I remember you were pushing uh exclusive.
1: Yeah. So exclusive. Yo, yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. That. Yeah. You hitting, you hitting the, you hitting the real topic. Yeah. That. Yeah. So um, I appreciate exclusive vodka, my man Jack over there. Um, exclusive vodka was my breakthrough brand. Okay. It's it's. I when, remember. I remember. Yeah, it's when I was able to break through. And um, they asked me to run the urban marketing over there. And they actually gave me some equity. And um, I was real proud of that. Um, So I made all the decisions for all the product placements. And um, they gave me a budget. I threw a lot of dope, dope events. And um, yeah, Exclusive. So I'm the one who broke Exclusive Vodka. So when you see Exclusive Vodka in the stores and all of that, that was me. I broke that joint. And I appreciate Jack. Uh, and his wife for giving me the opportunity to do that. See, yo, um, I pride myself on knowing the owners of the companies. Respect, cause I, you know that, that that's when I knew I had something special. When I pride myself on on on, on knowing the owners, um, so shout out to exclusive, yeah, shout shout out to exclusive vodka. That that shit is crazy, man. I appreciate them, man. They gave me a great budget. I did a lot of traveling. Um, they they gave me a budget to be wherever I needed to be, like you know what I mean, and one of the things I really appreciate about Exclusive Vodka the most was that was the income that I had for my brand new baby boy that when is. my brand new baby boy was born. And it felt good to be able to provide every single fucking thing that he fucking needed unlimited. Like, you know what I mean? And um, that it felt really good that I was respected by those people and they respected my mind, they respected my hustle. And every liquor store I went in, it was, it was there. And um, it was there. I remember, bro. And my face became synonymous with liquor and exclusive vodka. To this day, people say, they, you know, they, 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 they reference exclusive vodka to me. And that's when I knew I did a great job with branding myself in the liquor industry.
0: Now, um, you said something key there. You said, I know the owners. Um, let's take like the uh, like Ciroc boys or the Black Bottle boys. Like, what, what is the difference... Between the things that you do and some, you know, some brand ambassadors like those.
1: So um, shout out to them, man. They did a great job with with their movement. They, they definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, created the movement. I was getting invited to a lot of the liquor uh, trade shows, the, the the executive dinners, the trips, and things like that because of my popularity in the wine and spirits industry. And um, as a fan of their movement, I used to ask them, yo, he, yo you know Ciroc boy this? You know Ciroc boy that? And they used to be like, who the fuck is that? Mm. Who the fuck is that? Close to the mic. Like, yeah. like, 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 who the fuck is that? And then that's when I realized I had something special. 99.9, not all of them, mm-hmm. not all of them, but 99.9% of the niggas that was doing the Ciroc boy shit is not affiliated with the company at all. Oh, the company wow. didn't even know who the fuck the niggas was. None of that shit. And that's how I knew I had something special. Because if I had a liquor bottle in my hand, if I was doing the campaign, I was sanctioned by the company, the owners, the CEO, some shit like that. <laughs> like, like that. I had a budget, I had a staff, so I knew I had something special, something different from what they had.
0: Does, does Diddy actually own, is he, he's part owner of Sirac, right?
1: So um, I don't know his current situation, but at that time, uh, Diego Brothers had owned it. The Diego brothers had owned it, and they gave him—I um, don't know his business, like yeah. you know what I mean—but they gave him a nice chunk to, to represent the brand. To represent the brand, um, but I think that they kind of had some discomfort with how the Sorack Boy movement, the trajectory of the brand, mm. and how it how it was moving, like you know what I mean. Um, and then you know, Puff dropped the uh, Dijon tequila, and then they reintroduce the Ciroc with Puff with different flavors yeah. after the after the noise the yeah. noise calmed down. So I'm not saying none of them niggas just fuck with the company, but I know for a fact 99.9% of them <laughs> niggas, the company <laughs> didn't even know who the fuck them niggas was.
0: <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And there it is. Word up. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the spirits, brother, we got get some things shot on this me, table. You get a shot me. We got some... Uh, we we got some Vodka.
1: Yeah, man. On the table, man. Shout out to Vodka, my talk, man. Talk to me, my man Anthony Armstead, man. I really appreciate the opportunity that he gave me to get in the driver's seat of Vodka. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and I, I really appreciate it. We and him have a great relationship. Uh, he watched my my rise. He watched, you know, the, the the traction that I made in the wine and spirits industry. And it feels really good when somebody really, you know. Appreciates your your, your hustle, mm. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, and 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 it sees you as a brilliant person, and um, you know, so shout out to Vaquila man, and so I'm in the driver's seat right now with Vaquila, and I'm going to run it back just like I did with Exclusive Vodka. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we distributed all of, all around the, the the country, but we distributed in Georgia now. That's hard. Right. Right. So that's why I'm here hollering at you. Um. So you can um order it. You can order it. On www.baquila.net. And I'm going I'm to I'm rewind that back during the interview too. But you can order it at uh, www.baquila.net. It's a, it's a blend between tequila and vodka. Come on. So it's very interesting, man. Uh. Yeah, I done set off many nights with it, man. <laughs> so definitely look out for some dope ad campaigns from me, some dope product placements. Um, I'm looking to sponsor some things, so holler at me. You know, if it, if it sounds right, if it's right for me, then I'm gonna make it happen, you know, and, and make sure your shit is popping. No
0: doubt. Yeah. Now like um what 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 is a what is a good mix if I got some vodka? What do I need to what what, what do you what do you suggest? My personal joint yeah, is yeah, is, is, is the pineapple juice. Okay, okay
1: pineapple juice. That's my personal that's my personal joint. On the site, there's 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 drink mix menus. Okay. You know what I mean. So you can go to to Taste of victory. Um, that's our slogan. The taste of victory. Yeah. Fuck with that battle rap. Come and on. um, you can get the drink mix menu. I think that's what they call it. The drink menus.
0: You, can, you know, you, you can get right. We gotta come up with a ugly money, ugly money, uh ugly money, uh, a vequila uh, joint, man. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, what are we doing? Cause like, facts. Cause like, 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 like. like you know, like like some tea. So sweet tea. <laughs> I put the sweet tea with the Big lemonade fact. and the vodka. Uh, Call it the ugly money. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the process of success, everything between your first dollar and your first million. Nah, That's ugly. Do money. It. Come on, man. Do Come it. Come on, man. I think and, we on to something. And, and I put it I'll put it, we do a <laughs> campaign, I'll put it on there, and we yeah. make that happen. I support you. I support you. <laughs> I support you. The ugly money drink. We are, uh, give me Facts. that. yo, give me that ugly money. It gotta be vaquila though. Yeah. It gotta, it gotta it be vaquila. You know, Facts. You feel know what I'm saying? Put the put the tea like the Arnold Palmer with the Vaquila. The, the on hill, the biggest. On ice. That ugly money. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, we over here breaking back. <laughs> um before the spirits, you were um I always knew Sean Murdoch had a way with the ladies. Oh, shit. i trouble now, B. <laughs> I always, I, I mean, I've, I've seen you do model rollouts. I've seen you, you know, be affiliated with magazines and things of that nature. Talk to me about Sexy Dancer. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, um, shout out to the Stone family. Mm. They own the uh, Adult Entertainment Strip Club Empire in New York. Shout out to the Stone family, man. Mm. I got love for them. Um, so I met the Stone family. They ran a club called Sexy Dancer in the Bronx, New York. Mm. And um, they actually invited me into the family and made me a, a part of the family and um, let me get a lot of money with them. So I worked the strip club scene for about five, six years. Um, it's in the area of the Bronx called Hunts Point, Yeah, the Hunts Point area. And um, I made a lot of great friends. Got a lot of life experience, like you know what I'm saying. And um shout out to the Stone family, man. They 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 made me welcome into the family. And they didn't fuck with a lot of niggas. Mm. But I was really surprised how they fucked with me. Like, you know what I mean? And um What's the craziest
0: thing you saw in the strip club? <laughs> I know some. <laughs> Yo Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of them. So interviews. Let, let, let
1: me tell you, the strip club was one thing, but um, I was put in charge of the off-site events after Okay. A while. Okay. So when niggas wanted a private party or something like that, <sighs> they hollered at me, and um, I took the shorties to a pro- to the private party. And um, one of the the private parties that I remember the most was um, what I remember the most was um, some niggas came in the club from down south, hmm. and they was like. It bugged me out because I know down south to have it get it popping. Mm. But this was, you know, a while back. And they said, yo, we uh, we talked to a few girls in the club about doing private parties. And they said, "How at you. And I'm like, oh, okay. We want you to bring five girls to VA to do a party. Okay. So, you know, me being a business-minded motherfucker that I am. Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, and my potential was greater than a strip club. Yeah, my potential was greater than a strip club, cause I had discipline and structure, you like you know what I mean. And um, I put together the greatest trip that you could imagine. Mm. Some of these girls uh, never even been outside of fucking New York, like you know what I mean. It was the great they they when they got to the hotels, I made sure the hotels was paid for. Everybody was paid in advance. Like, I, I made sure the arrangements was taken care of. Like, they was a motherfucking singing group, like, you know what I mean? Wow. And, um, like, they was a motherfucking singing group <laughs> because that's the things that I would have wanted somebody to do for, for me sure. For sure. as a young artist. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And it, it was one of the greatest trips that I, that I ever had, one of the greatest memories to hit the road with, the, with these five beautiful women.
0: I bet it was. Yeah,
1: one of the greatest things that ever
0: happened. I to wish me. I knew you did. I was gonna <laughs> I'd have been there. <laughs> and, then when I, and then when I
1: got back yeah. from the trip, they all put some money together and bought me a suburban. That's hard. Yeah, they bought me a suburban. They were so happy with what happened.
0: That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Hey um, so like, you know, those God, early years kind of lead up to the point of you you doing other types of events like uh like Fubu golf. 50 people at Six Flags. Um, you even got a, uh, a, a, a Lifetime Achievement Volunteer Award from the Obama administration.
1: Facts, facts. So um, once or maybe twice a year, I throw an event, I throw a free event for my potential business partners, my business partners, partners, clients potential sponsors, and I just bring everybody together just to just let everybody know Sean Murdoch is still popping. Come on. You know what I mean? And that's really important to my business. That's really important to stay alive, being an independent marketing business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So one year, I took 300 people to see Star Wars.
0: Wow.
1: Like, I did that in Augusta, too.
0: 300.
1: Yeah, and shame on Augusta, because I really didn't get the press that I was looking for, but, you know, because nobody in Augusta has done that. For sure, I don't give a fuck how you spin it, nigga. (laughs) Like,
0: like you know what I'm saying? Everybody going to the movies tonight. Free popcorn,
1: free soda. I took fifty. I honored fifty veterans, fifty single mothers, um, people from the press. A lot of people flew in. Um, You know what I'm saying? I just showed them a good time. I introduced some new products that I had, new things in my portfolio. Mm like you know what I mean and I'm a, I'm a I'm a Star Wars fan. I took him to see Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan. So um that was really big for me too. That was like off my bucket list. You know, you know, and I, what made me proud of that nice was um Disney only allowed
0: 13 private screenings in the entire country. Oh
1: wow. And I was one of them.
0: Come on, man. What up? So you have a brand, you have a business, and you want to get the word out. In the last 90 days, we did over 30 million views on YouTube, over 50 million views on social media sites. Promote your business on the Ugly Money Podcast. Let me help you turn your business up. Make sure you text the number right here below. We'll schedule a call, and let's get it popping. Let's get it, let's get it moving. Let's get that brand and that business out of here. Yeah, you can be an official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast, and China just left. See y'all in a minute. Text us. So you're an artist, an actor, an activist. Whatever you do, come to the Ugly Money Podcast and tell your story. You can be a special invited guest by texting the number right here. Let's lock in your interview. Let's tell the world what you got going on. Over the past 90 days, we've gotten 30 million views on YouTube, 50 million views on social media sites. It's time for the world to know about you. So make sure you text this number so you can come on the Ugly Money Podcast. And you get to meet China, too. It's that Ugly Money. Hey yo, uh, we gotta talk New York. We gotta talk New York. Uh, you've lived one of those lives, brother, that you know you you have these stories that uh, that that seem like they're out of a movie. Facts, facts, big facts. I was told that. <laughs> you, you, you know, a lot of a lot of people are watching this episode, and they like. Man, he, you know he's he's been here, he's been there, he's met these people. Uh, you've met a lot of interesting people right. in that time period, like like J Lo. Wow! How was J Lo in person? <laughs> Listen,
1: man. Yeah. When I met J Lo, I was a young artist. Okay. You know, and um, um, the day I met her, I actually met met Puff. My man Wolf and J Lo that day. Mm. Um, and it was crazy because um, when they wa- I was at a, an event in Miami Beach. So I was, it, it was like, I, I always was the type of nigga that, that left high school and went straight to the league. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't a young artist doing talent shows. I was a young artist doing shit like that. Mm. And um, when I'm sitting, I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a, a breakfast, brunch meeting with all the radio DJs in the country. Cause that's how they sort of like what you do with the with your joint. Yes, sir. And that's how records got broke back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um I see a lot of bad boy shirts start walking in. I go sit in the back by myself because I was the cocky nigga. I have. So <laughs> I ain't really sitting around nobody. I yeah. Had to had to chain on with my name <laughs> on it, the Timberland boots with the shorts. Yeah, come up. You no know, New York hat going crazy. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? And um, I go sit in the back by myself, and then I see a lot of bad boy shirts walk in, and I'm um, like, oh, shit. Then I see Puff walk in. He goes to the front, because he was speaking on the panel. Yeah. Then I see my man, Wolf. I didn't know him at the time. He comes in. Then I see J-Lo. Then J-Lo looks around. Then she catches contact with me, and she walks all the way in the back and sits right next to me. Wow.
0: So I'm like, oh, shit. This is Puff J. Lo days.
1: Facts. Crazy. Facts. Facts. So I'm like, oh, shit. I can't believe this shit. So imagine myself as a young artist. I'm like, and she damn near, her body could damn near touch my body. Like, we was that close. <laughs> she could have sat anywhere in the motherfucker. Yes, sir. But she came and sat next to me. Okay. So inside, I was going crazy as a motherfucker. But I kept it, kept a gangster, man. Kept it cool. I kept it gangster. You better than me. <laughs> and, and listen, man, yeah. I remember how good she smelled. Hmm. It was, an, it, it was. An, I was like, oh shit. And she was very fucking nice to me, dog. Her spirit was just incredible. She was very fucking nice to me. She made me feel like a million motherfucking bucks. You know what I mean? Uh, some cameramen, paparazzi, came in front of us to take pictures. And she asked me, can you see? And I just had an attitude, nigga. I said, no, nah, I can't see. And she had the security move the motherfucking paparazzi. Mm. So I'm feeling like a star right now. So <laughs> it was one of the most inspirational moments to me because as a young artist, what it meant to me was, hey, I'm, I'm headed in the right direction. For sure. I'm headed in the right direction. This ain't the biggest stripper in, in Atlanta, nigga. This mo- is her. You know what I'm saying? I'm Shitting headed the in the lot. Right. And if I keep in the same trajectory and the direction that I'm going in, this shit could end up being something for me. Mm-hmm. I'm in the right places. You like You room. know what I'm saying? I'm in the right places. So um, that day I met my man, Wolf. God bless the dead. Anthony Wolf. Uh, you know, God bless the dead man. My one of my um, big homies.
0: Yeah, so. and I want to talk about it. Wolf, Wolf was uh, was uh, he had something going on with BMF or, or, or some some shape form. Yo, the man. Year. So that's a heavy situation,
1: real heavy. Um, so so I watched the BMF series, but it, it hits me different. Okay. I love the come up story
0: mm-hmm.
1: of black family that was struggling with the system because the system was hard on black families. Mm. I see the story of some young brothers coming up through all adversity, giving the shit, taking the shit that life gave them and making limits. So you got to love that. You got to love that, that, that shit. But then I see the moments that led up to one of the biggest opportunities of my life being destroyed, mm. you, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, so that that weekend in Miami, we and Wolf became good friends. That was my that was my mm. nigga. Yeah. And um, I was proud to know him because that was Puffy security, and I was even getting closer to the industry, like you know what I mean. And I looked up to him. And, um, when I get back to New York, you know, the thing was, yo, Murdoch, it's time for you to go to Puff. I'm going to take you to Puff because your music is on that level. You got the image. You look, yo, mm-hmm. little homie, you a hustler. And I'm going to fuck. i want to take you to Puff. But as soon as I, I got to go to Atlanta for a week and, um... Soon as I get back from Atlanta, I'm gonna take you to Puff. And actually, I saw Puff and Justin's a few weeks before that, and I told him I was coming. You know what I mean? Um, I had just finished working with the producers at Dallas Austin Studio, Dark mm-hmm. Dallas Austin's recording project. Mm-hmm. So I had a hot project in my hands, and I, I just couldn't wait. You know what I mean? And uh, Puff said, um, and I, I, I ran across Puff and Justin's. I was like, yo, remember me from Miami? You know what I'm saying? Wolf is my man. He, he go my project. He said, yo, Murdoch, don't give it to me now. Give it, give it to Wolf. Wolf gonna make sure I hear it. Because if I get it now, shit gonna get lost in the sauce. Just imagine how many CDs, niggas. exactly Like, you know what I mean? When it's coming from Wolf, I know it's one of us. Like, that you know is, what I mean? Is. So I said, facts, facts. So um, I, I, I called Wolf and I told him, I said, yo, I ran across Puff. And Puffs told me to make sure... We make this happen. So Wolf was like, yo, when I get back from Atlanta, I'm gonna take you to Puff and we're gonna sit down and make this happen. You deserve it. That's hard. Um, I'm watching the news a few days later, and it said Wolf was killed by was killed in Atlanta. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. got in a shootout with the BMF. Like, you know what I mean? So now, so when I see the series. I see the come up story, mm. but I also see the events that led up to one of the greatest opportunities that I ever had wow. being killed, also. You like, you know what I'm saying? And it, it was an unfortunate situation for both parties, undoubtedly. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it killed one of the greatest chances that I never was able to duplicate again in my life as a young artist.
0: <laughs> facts. And this is facts. Long live Wolf, man. Facts. Let's uh let's move to a lighter note. <laughs> it's heavy. Uh you got to Augusta before I was there. Um <clears throat> I think I got there about two thousand nine, two thousand eight. I started moving around. But you were you were around when uh Pastor Troy Facts was out there. Shout out to the boy.
1: Shout out to the boy. So um me and Pastor Troy as far as with entertainment, we actually started out around the same time. He was working out of a studio called Studio South. Um, and this is the time where studio time was $125 an yes, hour. Sir. You had to buy the reel to reel. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was a different era. And um, um, I met Pastor Troy. He was a college student going to Payne College. Real nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Had discipline and fucking structure. You dig what I'm saying? We was the hustlers. Okay. We was the, we was the hustlers, the motherfucking hustlers. Shout out to my man, Red Mouth. Shout um, Yeah, shout out to my man, Red Mouth, um, Mass Society Records. So um, his company and my company was working out of the same studio, and me and Red Mouth created a great relationship that lasts to this day. Like, you know what I mean? Shout out to my man. So I saw the original Down South Georgia Boys, and I saw the original Down South Georgia Boys, and I saw the events that led up to Pastor Troy releasing the We Already album. Mm. I saw the events that led up, to the tragedies and disasters that happened with the Down South Georgia Boys that left Pastor Troy, the sole nigga in their camp left and the last chance, and he just happened to make it happen because he had more structure and motherfucking discipline, and that's facts.
0: What, um? why do you think? Because I remember when I got to Augusta, I'll never forget, I was throwing a party and I wanted to hear Vice Versa, right? Facts. And I told the DJ, I'm like, hey, man, play Vice Versa. You know, it was one of my favorite songs. And I remember, um, I don't remember exactly who it was, but uh, not even halfway through the song, somebody comes up to the DJ booth and was like, hey, man, cut that shit off. Won't we'll fuck with him. And I remember just being shocked. I'm like, wait, wait, wait ain't he from here? where where did that i guess beef or issue come from with pastor troy and a lot of people in augusta
1: so i'm not a i i i came through augusta but i'm not augusta native there so know. i don't really don't know the inside but my take on that it was jealousy man it was jealousy listen if you wasn't in the room where the motherfuckers that paid the money for him to record, mm. if you wasn't in a room with the motherfuckers who paid for the beats on that album, if you mm. wasn't in a room where my man Nelson Curry got on a plane, went and got the deal, you know, the original deal for the mm. down South Georgia boys, you really ain't got nothing to say about that whole motherfucking situation. That's legitimate. <laughs> and that's facts. Like, you know what I mean? And and that's just my take on it. Um unless it's some inside shit that I really don't know about, but I was there when the whole situation came to fruition. And if you wasn't in that room yeah. with, with us when, it, when the business got put down, mm. you ain't got nothing fucking to say. It's nothing but jealousy, man.
0: I would love to have... I, I've been talking about this for, for a long time to actually do a documentary about it because I, you know I, I've never seen... Uh, such a vigorous disdain for someone than than that you know i remember i was like oh my gosh like i you know i, I me being from another place i'm like i would think this would have been crazy and so
1: listen pastor troy was not a street nigga he was a good college kid so show, always show respect and love hmm. um a, 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 for a street nigga or street niggas to have disdain with a nigga like that, you got to look at that. Like, hold up. This nigga's not even in your motherfucking lane, nigga. Hmm. Pastor Troy was not a street nigga. Um, he was a good kid. He was a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you wasn't recording at Studio South and in the room where the, where the business happened, hmm. I, I, I was there. So a lot of niggas can throw their opinion on it, but I was fucking there in the room. Like, I'm in the room with you. Mm-hmm. I was there when all the deals and all the shit went down for the nigga. I don't know what the fuck they... And they wasn't there. <laughs> there it is. And that's facts.
0: Hey, we can sit here all day and talk about these old stories, man. Um, One of the last questions for the evening, man. Um, If you could turn back the hands of time from all the things that you've done, from the liquor deals to the people you've met, to the awards, the accolades and things, Were there anything you were doing different?
1: The shit is about love and family, man. I would have concentrated more on love and family. You know what I mean? Um, I chased a lot of things. I did a lot of big things. I chased a lot of accomplishments and all of that. But at the end of the day, all you left with is your family, love and family. Hmm. And that's one of the things that... Um, I neglect it and if I could rewind time um, I would be less ambitious and concentrate more on building love and, and, and my family that's all That's that.
0: and before we get out of here man any shout outs uh, you gotta let them know to the follow you at you know where they can get that bod key lad uh, you know just just run it down for me so um
1: you can catch me on on, on the Instagram at return of the real one you know what I mean and um vaquila, you know, Vaquila Spirits on Instagram. And to purchase the Vaquila, like you know what I mean, you can go to Vaquila.net. We shipping everywhere. Vaquila.net. A blend of a blend of tequila and vodka. A vodka and tequila blend. Vaquila.net.
0: Shout out to the family. There it is, man. There it is, man. You can follow me at Ugly Money Nichi. <clears throat> That's Ugly Money, N-I-C-H-E. This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting erections, improving size, stamina, endurance, and libido. Make sure you go to engorge.com. That's E-N-G-O-R-G.com to get yours today. All natural male supplement. I used it last night. <laughs> I ain't even Listen, Listen, I just turned 41. But when I get that Engorge, I'm 18 again. You definitely want to get you some of this. Trust me. All right, man. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast with Sean Murdoch.